0: Well you would uh if we would have been recording yesterday when I went to Costco at at lunch, we'd have had some good sound bites because I went the hell off on somebody
1: really yeah
0: i was uh I got back in my car, and you know parking spots are a premium at Costco, I guess okay and uh, so this person was driving past they'd like slam on their brakes like right behind me, and then they back up. So I'm trying to back up, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they'll move back. Guess what? They didn't move back. And in the meantime, this other car is coming the other way down the aisle. So I'm backing up. They're not moving back. And instead of, you know, waiting for me to maneuver or anything like that, they start laying on their horn like I'm going to run into them so i holl- i said i will punch you in the fucking face if you do not move
1: <laughs> you just love when people honk at you don't you
0: oh my god yesterday like i wasn't having the greatest of days but like it just irked me so freaking bad that they that they just they will, like you need the parking spot that bad you think somebody's just going to swoop in and steal it to the point where I can't even back up, and then you want to honk at me? Oh, oh it was so... Much. I, 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 did, I said, I will punch you in the fucking face if you do not move. <laughs>
1: Good God, man.
0: Yeah, and and then as I'm going, you know, and I finally get out.
1: It's the quiet ones. It's always the quiet ones you got to worry about.
0: Yeah, I know, and then I'm going back around, and... He gets his fucking walker out of the car, and I'm like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? You just inspired me. I've got a cane up in my closet. I'm going to keep my cane in, uh, in my car going forward. So if I ever have an altercation with someone while I'm driving, I'm going to go and I'm going to grab the cane. I'm going to use it as I get out of the car. You should. Oh, my God.
0: Because I tell you what, like, I'm, I'm – <laughs> so I was having one of those moments as I'm driving off. Like, I'm cursing this guy out in the car by myself. Well, obviously, he can't hear me as I'm driving, uh, and then I come back around, and and he fucking gets out, he's got a fucking walker, and I'm like, of course he's got a fucking walker. Why isn't he in the handicapped spot? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm berating this guy inside my car because he's handicapped.
1: <laughs> I actually I actually had, had the had kind of the opposite of that moment uh today, actually. What happened to you? I, I was at the no nothing big. It's just I was at the grocery store and this uh, this old woman is um kind of cro- you know walking into the through the parking lot in front of me and I got to stop and you know I'm, I'm at the stop sign she's at the crosswalk in front of the grocery store, and'm I'm, I'm looking at this woman, and it's like every muscle in her body is shaking as she's slowly taking these steps, and she just looks like she's in pain, but she's doing it, she's hunched over and for her to clear the front of my car, it felt like it took two minutes. it probably took a minute, but it, it just took two minutes. Or, you know, and I just, I just, I just sat there and she came on looking up at me like she's a burden. And I just sat there with with like a slight smile on my face. And when she finally cleared, she looked at me and she mouthed, thank you. She mouthed you? Yeah, she mouthed me. And and I I gave her a, a big smile and just went on my way. And I'm like, okay, at least I'm a decent person.
0: So, so, uh, I mean, that's, that's great because, you know, I would do the same thing. So am I a bad person because this dipshit wouldn't get out of the way and wouldn't allow me to back up?
1: People get weird when it comes to parking. Uh, that, I don't
0: know. I was just trying to leave. Like, I'm like, I got places to go, buddy. If you move, I'm gone. And then he had to lay on his horn. And I'm
1: like, Ugh. I think you – I don't think you start situations – but you don't take shit. I think is your problem. Not your problem. It's it, it's your personality.
0: Yeah, that's my short people
1: complex. Eh, short no short person complex is you start shit, which you which you do not. I've never seen that. I
0: don't. That's true. No, I don't start shit. I, I I do my very best not to start shit. Actually.
1: Yeah. So maybe you're not short enough for a short person complex. You got like half of a short person complex. You don't. You know. You don't have the first half, but you got the I will fire back half.
0: Yeah, I got the re- reactionary part.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's like your tall wife that keeps you in check.
0: It's my tall wife? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, because that's true. <laughs> uh, I did. I felt bad when he got the walker out. and I'm like, but in all fairness, he had tinted windows, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I if it would have been like, if I could have seen that he was an old person, I fucking probably would have said the same thing because he really pissed me off. So I I, I got no defense. I got nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened yesterday, and I'm sure that that would have been, like... If we would have been on the phone, you would have been freaking cracking up.
1: You think I would have been cracking up, or do you think I would have been, like, freaked out and silent?
0: No, I think you would have been cracking up. Because you would have been like, who the hell are you talking to?
1: Now, if it would have been escalating
0: and you could have heard the other person... Like then, then you might have been getting nervous. <laughs> like that day where the the fuzz pulled that guy over, I could tell you were like, uh, "What the fuck is going on?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I'm like, God, I'd I hate to like crack jokes while this is happening, and then Nick ends up getting shot, and like me just feeling crappy about it. And I'll be like, I'll be like, and these are Nick's last words. I recorded them. His last words were, "What the fuck? Shut up, Derek." <laughs> I'll always remember those words. <laughs> you can play it at my funeral. That's right. <laughs> uh yeah, man. If you want to hear more of Nick's Last Woods, you gotta to go to the commute home. <laughs> right. Exclusive. You can start a Patreon or
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Charge people to listen to my last
1: word. <laughs> That's right, yeah. His last words were, I will punch you in the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I always want to remember him. <laughs>
0: Obviously, it didn't work
1: out the way that Nick planned. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's The Commute Home with Nick and Derek. This is Nick. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our host chat about, well, you know... Whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. Talk about some movies. The work day is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make the commute home.
0: Hey, don't honk at me. Uh, the 80-year-old man pulls out an assault rifle and... Do
1: <sighs> you know you can build an AR-15 for
0: $600? I did not know that. Do you know Lego? You can uh, build a Hogwarts castle for six hundred dollars.
1: Is it that cheap? I thought it was like something more insanely more expensive than that.
0: I think it might be like nine hundred dollars, but I was just trying to be comparative. I think you would you would kill a lot less people with hog-
1: a. <laughs> By the way, you were pretty darn close. Uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Castle at Walmart six forty
0: nine ninety nine. Ooh, close. Well, go with the AR-15, then it's cheaper.
1: We save that 50 bucks. That's right.
0: Yeah. We're all about saving money here. Yep. That's crazy. It costs more to build a Lego set than it does to get a weapon of mass destruction, so to speak.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, only in America.
1: Only in America. And, and now with these uh, 3D printable guns, uh, interesting days are coming, I think. Maybe.
0: How does that work, though? Hmm. I don't know enough about them to, like... Because aren't guns... Like, you have the firing mechanism and the firing pin and, and all of that stuff that goes with inside a, a gun. hmm And it's like... So do you print the pieces individually or...
1: I don't know yeah the the way the way 3d printers work is you can either print one piece at a time or if you got a a 3d printer whose print area is big enough basically what happens is uh the printer prints out the parts and wherever there's like space or gaps it 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 lays down like a like a foundation layer so you can have a print like this 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 foundation layer and have like five ten fifty you know 500 different pieces actually printed on that layer
0: oh my goodness
1: so yeah so you can print out yeah theoretically you could print out an entire gun at once
0: and then you just gotta put it together
1: uh yeah which from what I've seen uh for the these uh designs that they have out pretty simple there's not much to them
0: that's scary but you can't like 3D print bullets though right
1: uh, that's correct
0: cause you gotta have the gunpowder and all that stuff
1: yeah, and that has to be metal. I I, I don't think we found a way around that yet.
0: How much are 3D printers though? Because I would think that that'd almost be more expensive than.
1: <laughs> than a gun. You can get a base model at Home Depot for four hundred bucks. Last time I checked. Oh,
0: Jesus. Wow. And see, and if I had a 3D printer, I'd be like printing, like big, oversized Notre Dame leprechauns. And putting it all over my house and annoying my wife with them.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I'd do like the the Beetlejuice juice statue head that Catherine O'Hare did in Beetlejuice, with his tongue like hanging out and everything like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd, I'd do that and use it for Halloween.
1: Now, most three uh, D like like the baseline three D printer. I think the biggest you can go is by is like a foot by a foot by a foot is the maximum size. So, for you to do, you know, the bigger stuff like you're talking about, you would need a bigger printer, basically.
0: Ah, never mind. All right, well, never mind. I don't want to do that.
1: But at the same time, I think you can get something that's pretty, you know, very professional high-end for, like, two grand now. It's ridiculous.
0: Wow, and those things used to be, like, super expensive, man.
1: My, my company, we we bought... Uh, over the years and I think our first one was like 20 grand and we thought it was the most amazing thing ever it really changed how we develop products
0: so you you've used one before
1: oh yeah I've been using them for uh 10 years the 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 original ones were called SLRs I believe SLAs it's um and basically the the 3D printers are, are based off that same technology there there's some differences but they're very very similar
0: so, how long does it take to 3D print something?
1: It uh, depends on the machine and how big and how intricate the design is. Uh, for us, usually, like we would kick it off and we'd come back tomorrow, the next day to see the finished product.
0: Do you ever walk in and like it failed horribly and it looks like the old moldorama things at the zoo and stuff, and it's like a half like caved in. Prototype
1: No, not really, because the, the way 3D printers works is basically it, it, it 's kind of like you, f- it has, you feed fishing line into it it kind of looks like fishing line, and that fishing line is actually used to to put down uh, to build the object and, and and the printer actually literally builds the object one layer at a time, and you can actually watch as like it takes this fishing line and puts it down to build this object one layer at a time and you can slowly see it build up.
0: Have you ever like how like did you ever just sit there and watch it build? Yeah, I would think that that would be like super me- mesmerizing to watch.
1: No, it's 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 like it's like watching grass grow, in my opinion. So other people get into it, and and and, we'll, and have spent hours looking at it. The longest I've ever watched is maybe five or ten minutes. I'm like, okay, got it. It's tedious.
0: You like? I guess you could record it and do like a time lapse thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely could. And and seeing this this piece, you know, start off as just a blank foundation, and then get done, and you have a for us, it was prototypes. You'd have a full prototype.
0: Interesting. Very good, sir. So, you got anything you want to talk about?
1: I don't know. You want to talk about some uh, some happier news and some good people?
0: Yeah, let's talk about happy news.
1: Let's go online. oh man there was a gentleman who was a absolute hero this happened about a year and a half ago but i just heard the story over the weekend so it's new news to us new news to us but michael orchard uh from uh half moon new york this guy saw a fire in his, in his neighbor's house, went, broke into the house, broke through the rear sliding glass window, ran in there and rescued their puppy and pulled the puppy out of the house before it burned down. Wow. The problem is there was no real fire. He was on an LSD trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew there had to be a catch, but I was not expecting that.
1: This guy, 44 years old, was doing an LSD trip. During the trip, he saw his neighbor's house and he, and he, he uh, hallucinated that it was on fire. So he gets in his car, drives across his lawn, drives through his neighbor's fence, you know, destroys the fence, drives up to their house, grabs like a rock or something, smashes their sliding glass uh, rear door, pulls the dog out of there. And then he's standing in the street with the puppy. And the police show up. They're like, what is going on? And he's like, hey, I rescued this puppy. They're like, um, okay. So he goes and gives the police the, they even put in the report, the, the suspect was totally cooperative and thinks he really rescued this dog from this imaginary burning house. So,
0: okay. <laughs> Let's rewind. He got in his car?
1: He got in his car. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just run across the street I, I, he, he somehow had no it wasn't, it wasn't it's like it's connected on the same side so he just drove through his lawn through his neighbor's fence and into his neighbor's backyard it's the same side of the street yeah <laughs> you know why i know this why because this guy got off with basically just community service and no other charges Uh, And the reason why they did that is when he got in his car, since uh, he never touched a public street, the cops couldn't charge him, like, reckless driving or driving under the influence or anything like like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. I I wonder what his neighbors said. Imagine if you came home and your neighbor's car was sitting, like, on your lawn. Like, in your backyard. And they were like, I saved your dog. And you're like, I don't even have a dog.
1: Oh, no, they had a dog. They just didn't have a fire.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's, that's good. That's, whew, that's funny. So, like, did the guy, once he came down from the trip, did he Did he say anything? Or is, like, that kind of the end of the story?
1: Well, well it happened. You know, he got charges. Uh, the court process took a little while. And then finally he pled guilty and basically got just community service. And now he can finally move on.
0: His neighbor was like, You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Every time his neighbor goes out to get the freaking paper, he just looks at his house like, I'm gonna break your house one day too.
1: (laughs) Well, for me, I think I think moral of the story is hey, if you're gonna do a trip. You got to do it on the buddy system. You got to make sure you got a buddy to keep you keep you straight. You need that shaman for you.
0: Yeah, lock yourself in a room or something. I don't know. <laughs> if a neighbor ever freaking broke in my house to save my dog and there was no fire, I I, I take it his neighbors weren't home when this happened.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah,
0: because if they were home, boy, I would I would give that guy. I, I would play along, like, "Oh my God, that neighbor's house is on fire too! Go get their dog."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get. I guess uh, the cops are coming down at him hard about the burglary. They're like, "You burgled this dog." He burgled the dog, <laughs> and, and then he's just like, uh, "And he he confessed on sc- on the scene that he was on a trip, and uh, they're like, oh, okay." And I guess, these cops seem pretty cool. They they were like, eh, "Okay, got it."
0: Oh my god if i was that cop i'd be like why didn't you save that dog what about that house that's on fire oh yeah that's that's good though that they handled it uh well and hilarious like it, that would be a good conversation starter <laughs> uh, that's a good icebreaker let me tell you about this time i got arrested for saving this dog saving this dog from a burning house
1: (laughs) and honestly smashing through a sliding glass door those things seem thick and sturdy to me i don't even know how you do it
0: yeah they're thick and
1: they're heavy like honestly if i if i picked up like a like a like a fist-sized rock and threw it at my at my back sliding glass door i don't think it'd break it i think it'd crack it but i don't think it'd break
0: Bounce back and smack you in the head, would there be like stop it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that.
0: Oh yeah, man, I agree with that. Like, I don't think mine would break
1: either. Or like, like grabbing a piece of lawn furniture and trying to smash it through the window again. Like, my lawn furniture is all pretty light. I don't think it'd work.
0: Yeah, I'm an, I, I'm in agreement with that as well.
1: I think I would have to like grab like the umbrella. And, like, and like stab the window with my umbrella stand. Do
0: like, a javelin throw through the...
1: Yeah, yeah. God, this is the part of, of, of this entire story. Actually, I want to see the driving. I want to see them mowing down the fence. And I want to see this guy breaking in that window.
0: Yeah, it's too bad that, like, the, this neighbor didn't have, like, a security camera.
1: I know. It looks like they had a security system because they were alerted pretty quickly. But, yeah, but no cameras.
0: That's too bad.
1: And imagine that puppy. That puppy's like, what? What, what?
0: Like, what the hell are you doing? What?
1: What, what the heck's going on here?
0: Puppy like attacks them <laughs> because they break in the house. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's crazy. I um, I I, I wrote down a news story that I read yesterday to share with you. It's uh, yeah. Man follows, and attacks a Target shopper, to steal Funko Pop figure.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's your people right there. <laughs>
0: la, la, Lagler County, Florida. Authority said a man followed a Target customer Saturday from the store to steal a Twinkie the Kid Funko Pop figure. Mm. Attacking the victim and his 64-year-old mother.
1: was he shopping with his mommy
0: the 41 year old man and his 64 year old mother were shopping at target and looking to buy a limited edition funko pop character at the store at the store the woman found and purchased the figure and left the store while her son was buying other items at the front register she said she noticed the man who deputies said later attacked her and her son near the toy section while she was getting help from a, a, an employee finding the item. The hostess Twinkie mascot figure, part of the Funko Pop ad icon line, was purchased at Target for $10. Deputies said it can be found online for 150
1: Uh, and also, the West Schaumburg Target still has limited stock of the figure, and they're selling it for eight ninety
0: nine. I bet you if you went to that West Schaumburg Target, they probably wouldn't have it.
1: But this is the limited edition one. Could be.
0: This is the Twinkie the Kid that glows in the dark.
1: Yep, that's what I'm looking at.
0: Yeah. That's, um, <sighs> that's some serious stuff. And, oh, by the way, the guy... He returned back to the Target to do further shopping while the cops were still there, and they arrested him.
1: <laughs> Are you, oh my God! <laughs> your people, man, your people.
0: How is this my people?
1: Oh, Funko fanatics! That's deep. That is deep. Ah. Uh. <clears throat> See, imagine like. Uh, <laughs> I like I wanna I wanna combine that story with your Costco parking lot story and put them together in, in one story where it ends where you're holding a pop in one hand and the other hand you're saying, I you know, I will punch you in the face as you're, you know, balling up your fist.
0: <laughs> this old man. God, I do sound like that guy. Oh man <laughs> I
1: gotta
0: find that old man and apologize to him.
1: Uh. He probably
0: did he probably th- he probably has bad depth perception. He probably thought that he was back further. Uh,
1: was he in a truck?
0: He was in an SUV. Okay. Well, not really. He was like in a crossover type thing. So I was in the car, so his vehicle was bigger than mine.
1: You know, it's funny. The, the, the car I, I, I had the hardest problem in my entire life parking was my 2002 Honda Accord. Why? And I, I had that, that thing forever. The way that the front end was shaped, I had a hard time every time figuring out where the, the car ended. And I would always overcompensate for that, and I, I'd get in other cars have have much less of a problem. My my current car much better, but that Accord, man, love that thing. But the, just the way like it, it was curved and shaped and everything like that I had a hard time knowing where that where that body actually ended.
0: Yeah, you know me and and my Nissan, I have a hard time as well because I can't see the freaking hood because I'm so damn short. <laughs> the guys are like, sure you're just telling me that story about how hard it was the park and then i look up and i'm like i can't see past the windshield wipers like i have no idea how far it is. what is that like three feet i don't even know i can't even see
1: oh you know i, I was updating um our animated versions of us uh, i don't know if you noticed that when you saw the uh the latest video
0: i did i i did see some differences there
1: yeah, yeah. So our eyes move now, and uh, uh, your car actually has an interior now. And and as I was drawing in the steering wheel, I'm like, hmm, how high up should I make the steering wheel? And there's a version where the steering wheel is almost completely covering your mouth. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work for the animation, though.
0: It, it wouldn't work for the animation, but it'd be pretty damn funny.
1: It would. It would.
0: Or if, like, the opening in the steering wheel of, like, my head... <laughs> <It's> like-,
1: <laughs> like a big wheel Nick's on this big wheel going <laughs> pow pow power wheels pow power wheels you're, you're peddling you got your your hands up like you're you know, riding a Harley with ape hangers yeah that'd be great <laughs> uh, yeah cause
0: I'm like you said that and I never realized it before but I'm like shit I can't see past the wipers <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's a problem <laughs> I was going to say we need to get you some phone books <laughs> <laughs> like, who has phone books anymore short people
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well they do come in handy
0: well, I'm thinking like I need to get some of those uh, those little people pedal extenders or something like that
1: Like the uh, you need to be like short round from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom what did he do you had, like, these wooden blocks that were, like, with, like, roped and tied onto the bottom of his feet so he could drive the car. Yeah.
0: That's exactly what I need to do. I don't have a problem reaching the pedals, though. I just have a problem seeing up. And it's funny because when I drive the truck, I don't have that problem, obviously. But then I sit in the car, and I'm like, this is so low to the ground. And I'm like, hmm, I'm low to the ground anyway. Great. So yeah,
1: no, you you, you're, you know you kind of get spoiled by the trucks and the SUVs. Is when, once you get out of a car and get into something that gives you, you know, where you get off the ground, where you can actually see the world. Yeah, it makes driving so much more comfortable and just it's, it's so much better.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like I'm. St- I don't think I'll ever go back to a regular car.
0: Yeah, I I tell you what, man, I'm stuck in traffic and it reminds me of being in high school again. Like all these big cars around me and I'm just sitting there like, how's the weather up there, guys?
1: <laughs> nice. Very nice. That's alright. But uh yeah,
0: I, I I saw that story and I was like, holy crap, man, I can't believe that guy did that. That poor old lady.
1: So. Alright. So hey, we missed some news about the box office that I wanted to circle back and talk about real quick.
0: I saw a movie last night, but go ahead. It's movie time. What'd you go see? I saw Christopher Robin.
1: Oh, what'd you think?
0: It was really damn good, man. Yeah? It was really, really good. Like, to me, like, it didn't pull at my heartstrings at all. Like, anything like that. I just thought it was a really well-done story. Of course, my wife is sitting next to me bawling her eyes out at, like, multiple parts. And I'm just like, they did a good job. And the animation, I'll tell you what, Disney and freaking animation, those guys... Like they're sitting there, and it's windy, and like the hairs on Winnie the Pooh are moving around. It's crazy. Yeah, they did, they did a great job in the story. I like to. F- it takes place right after World War One, so that that's really good as well.
1: Yeah, it's it seems like a great movie. I uh, now now did your wife and daughter already see it together?
0: No, no, the daughter hasn't seen it yet because of her play activity, but. Um, I th- I think they're gonna go see it though, because my wife really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, because cause your daughter was talking about because uh, she's like I want to go with you. That's what she told me, and they're like, oh wait, no, I promised mom. Sorry, I'm going with mom. I'm like, oh fine. <laughs> I'll just wait till it comes out on DVD. I know. I now clearly know that she likes you know her mom more than me, little brat.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, the harsh realities of life.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so what is your box office news, though?
1: Well, so by the way, y- your son, I know, went and saw The Nun over the weekend. I was supposed to go, but I had to, to cancel. Uh, oh my God! It did fifty three million in its opening weekend.
0: Yeah, I could not believe that.
1: A twenty two million dollar budget, fifty three million. Wow. The, the, those
0: those Conjuring people, man, they are like raking in the dough with these movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this, it's great to see that there's still a way to, be, to, to you know, make money in Hollywood without you know, spending you know, millions if not billions of dollars on, on making a movie.
0: Yeah, and it seems that that's like the smart way to do it too is to spend less, throw it up there, see what happens because it just seems like the more and more movies that aren't Marvel that are blockbuster movies just don't make the money back.
1: Yeah, they, everyone seems to be struggling. I mean, Mission Impossible right now—they've done uh, okay, two twelve in the U.S., but that's against a hundred seventy-eight million-dollar budget. I mean, eesh. yeah, how's it doing internationally? Oh God! Oh wow! Oh, how did I miss that? That good, huh? It's done five hundred million internationally. Only two twelve in the U.S. for a total of seven twenty-seven.
0: That's a that's a lot like the Meg, then, right? Because right. the Meg is like double internationally what it is in the u.s if not more
1: let's take a look the mig uh, in the u.s 132 foreign 360 yeah that's very interesting yeah, so and what's interesting is overseas wasn't considered viable markets uh, when we were kids i mean the, the overseas market is kind of new to hollywood it's 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 happened in our genera in our lifetime
0: i wonder if it's based on the actors though because, like, Jason Statham has a big, like, following overseas based on, like, a bunch of martial arts-type movies. And then Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. So right. I wonder if that has any bearing on that with those two specific movies, I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Meg d- did have some Asian cast members that were, you know, big in the story, which I think would probably grab um, the, the the people from Asia more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Statham is is a Brit, so you would think that he would do okay as... Probably Britain's biggest action star, I'm thinking. Ooh. If not the biggest, one of the biggest.
0: Yeah, I I think you're probably right. Maybe next to Idris Elba.
1: And Daniel Craig. I mean, because of Bond, I think he's on that list.
0: Yeah. Well, you talk about money. Uh, I was reading that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp recently crossed $600 globally. Nice. Meaning the MCU so far this year with Ant Man, Black Panther, and Infinity War has amassed over four billion dollars.
1: <laughs> it's such an insane amount of money, isn't it? It's it's incalculable.
0: Yeah, and the entire like MCU lifetime global eighteen almost eighteen billion dollars. Man. Crazy is that 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 just these comic book movies.
1: You know, if, and you kind of go through the whole trip. You know, the whole adventure that in, in the nineties, uh, Marvel was failing, and and since Marvel was failing, Stan Lee t- took his infamous trip to Hollywood and was selling off his intellectual property to Hollywood just to keep Marvel Comics going yeah they did that they made some movies uh the the story that i've always heard is uh after the first uh hulk movie came out stanley went no we're done with this never again we're controlling these movies going forward and uh then thus shortly after you know marvel studios was formed and
0: now are you talking about the eric banna one yeah yeah okay
1: And, uh, yeah, the studios was formed and, uh, and now they're, you know, in the bio with Disney and $18 billion later, you know, incredible.
0: Yeah. They've sure come a long way since Dolph Lundgren was the Punisher.
1: I need to see that movie again. I haven't seen that in like 20 years and I want to see it.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time either.
1: I liked it as a kid.
0: Yeah. I, I liked it as a kid and I liked the one Punisher with, um. Thomas Jane and uh, John Travolta. I thought that was good.
1: I, and and uh, the the latest Punisher they did uh, that movie. I can't think of the star's name. I like that one too.
0: Ray something or other.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of his from a couple of shows.
0: Yeah, yeah that was that was that was good as well. So, uh, but yeah those those movies there for quite a while. You know, were not doing well. Um, you know, commercially. Like your, um, you know, Ben Affleck's Daredevil and you know stuff like that. The Fantastic Four movies, you know, those were all type movies. So, but uh, yeah, since Iron Man, they've been raking in the
1: money. Yes, they have. What? So, but the, but the history I wanted to ta- I wanted to cover though uh, some things that w- that we missed. Uh, Black Panther in the U.S. it did it. It is the third movie in the U.S. history to cross seven hundred million dollars.
0: Just domestically?
1: Just domestically, yes. Wow. So, so that list includes Star Wars: The Force Awakens at number one, Avatar at number two, and Black Panther at number three. The only three movies in the U.S. to cross seven hundred million. That's awesome. That is
0: phenomenal because I know we we talked about it quite a while. Like, we didn't think it was going to get there.
1: Yeah, it was, It was you know, within, like, millions and a couple months to go by, and, yeah, people are still going to the theater to see it. So that's awesome. And then uh, for international, for, you know, U.S. plus uh, foreign, uh, Avengers Affinity War, the fourth movie ever to cross $2 billion worldwide. So what
0: are the other three? Let me, Force Awakens? Yep. Avatar. Yep. Titanic? Yep. Wow.
1: Yeah. Take
0: that, James Cameron.
1: <laughs> well, James Cameron still is number one and two. Avatar is is one, Titanic is two. But, uh, yeah, I mean, number four to cross two billion. That's it's just incredible.
0: You know what I find, uh, like, incredible about that as well is the fact that if you go to Disney World, you have avatar world was so pandora you can you can go to starting next year star wars land Mm -hmm. and then you've got you know all the marvel property that they have at disney world so three out of the top four you go to that park and you can become engrossed in that that atmosphere man the the house of mouse is killing it
1: (laughs) yeah it is that's that's awesome that is very awesome I wonder if I wonder if the guys at Disney like ever ever. I'm sure they did. I'm sure there was like a, like a like a, an, an executive boardroom scene where, where some young up and coming you know 30 something professional was like, you know, I think we should do a Titanic ride where you get on the boat and then you you, you hold on for dear life as it sinks. You know, because Titanic was such a big movie.
0: I gotta think so.
1: And uh, I guess what someone in the boardroom will be like. Well, let's do the research on it. And then some common sense people in the in the boardroom are like, "Are you effing kidding me? We're gonna research this."
0: <laughs> well, but you know what though, Derek,
1: hmm.
0: uh, Universal Studios had an earthquake ride mm-hmm. after that that movie. So I mean, it, I mean, I guess it kind of wouldn't make sense. But I mean, earthquake like things are shaking and everything. Like I don't know if Titanic would be. Titanic ultimately in the movie version of it that made all that money it was it was a love story like the boat crash was like very you know uh secondary character Yeah
1: it it's a love story I mean if if you go through the top list uh, I think you got to go down to number 13 uh, before you get to a movie another movie that's not an action or fantasy film
0: And what's 13 uh, Frozen But yeah yeah, and, and I mean, with that being animated, you know, that right there is like, you. Can, if you get a kid's movie, man, you, you make all of the damn money. If you can get a damn good kid's movie, uh, where, where you know, regardless of the age, you can take a kid to, to see that movie, you get all the money from families.
1: Yeah, I mean, Frozen, I mean, according to what I have right here, worldwide did $1.2 billion on a $150 million budget. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, they they kind of – I don't want to say they lucked into it because those guys, you know, they put – guys and gals put a lot of time and effort into that stuff. But I, if you would have told those people, hey, this is going to cross a billion dollars, that would have been like, no fucking way. No way in hell that's going to cross a billion dollars. And I remember sitting in the theater watching it and I'm like, what's all the hubbub about?
1: <laughs> I am not into that movie. I'm really – I – I I like kids' movies. Um, I'm not a huge fan of musicals. Uh, they got to be really good for me to like them. And that movie, I I haven't even finished it. I've made it maybe half, two thirds way through the movie, and that's it.
0: I I could sit through it once, you know. I've got I've got daughters. I could sit through it once. I could tolerate it that long, but the second time, no, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. I haven't seen it more than that one time, all the way through. It, it drives me up a wall because I I like Disney movies and I don't mind the musical aspect to them, but dude, that movie, oh, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't handle it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's you and I both. I mean, Greatest Showman, I loved it. Uh, Brave, I thought that was a cute movie. I love Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Coco was phenomenal. I, I, those movies, I, I, I'm in. I'm in those, but uh, yeah, not Frozen. That was that was not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Frozen can stay frozen for all I care. Yes, but the sequel will be out soon.
1: Oh, there, there's a sequel coming? I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah. Oh. Of course there is. I made all that money.
1: Yeah, good point. Tweet tweet tweet. tweet 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 and now this week's tweet of the week tweet 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 of the week is crystal her handle is crystal sug s u g she is hilarious i she was reposted by someone else and i went through her timeline and she has got this awesome dark sense of humor so i do recommend checking out crystal sug she tweets i don't get offended easily but do you all know that a serving size of Oreos is two cookies? What kind of absolute horseshit is this? I am honestly shaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, right after that, I saw this tweet from this guy named Josh uh, who goes by the the handle of Loser Crew, and he's like, and his, uh, his tweet was, I fucking love toast. What absolute genius. Took a bite of bread and was like, Cook it again, unreal. <laughs> <laughs> that guy went oh from like a thousand followers to ten thousand followers in like four hours from that uh, that tweet. <laughs> that's great because I thought you you said toast, and I thought you said
0: toes. <laughs> oh my god, that's completely different. So <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hey, I like toast too. Yeah, toast is good, man. Can I go back to the Oreo thing real quick? I got to tell you a really quick story. Last night we're at the this pep, the pep rally for the homecoming week, and the baby. Um, so they get they give out food, and your food is um, on a plate. You get a sloppy Joe, you get a bag of grapes, you get a dessert, and a bag of chips. So we got to play for the baby, right? Knowing that she was likely just going to eat the grapes, maybe a little bit of sloppy Joe. But there were Oreos on her plate. So she has never, to my knowledge, eaten Oreos before. So she asks for the Oreos, and I give them to her. She's two years old. I call her baby, but she's two years old. And and I give her the Oreos, and she proceeds to turn the Oreo, open the Oreo up, eats the icing, puts it back together, hands it to me and says, you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I eat the cookie. So then she takes the next one out and does the exact same thing. And I'm like, who taught this baby to only eat <laughs> the icing <laughs> and say, I don't want the rest of it. You take it.
1: That's good. That's really good.
0: Uh that was that was a good moment in parenthood. I was like I feel like we've done things right when when the 2-year-old <laughs> says to hell with the cookie. I want the cream in the middle.
1: Nice. Very nice. So, so I will leave you with that,
0: sir. All right, I'll see you this evening for for the for the game. Yes. We'll get to see the the floats and all that fun stuff that is homecoming because um I get a feeling the football game won't be much to look at.
1: So uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yep. And
0: until next time, sir.
1: All right, man. Talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Drive safe, everybody.